Welcome to episode number 10 of the Wiretat Podcast with Alex and Carlos. What's going on, everybody? Happy, uh, happy Friday, or should I do what, you know, what Charlamagne the God does? Yo, 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 Peace to the planet. No, don't worry. Maybe not. It's Friday. It's Friday. Yeah, yeah, well, I guess not. I hope you guys are with you, Alex, man. Nothing, man. I hope, uh, Hope everybody's week. You know, like when they catch when when they see this is gonna be what Tuesday. Oh uh, man, they, uh, you know, you know everybody listening who whoever was eligible to that stimulus check already got that stimmy. Some some of them maybe. <laughs> Have you seen some of those memes, man, that are going around town? That are going around town that are going around the internet. Which ones? There's a my few. favorite. My favorite. When the stimulus check hits, some of my favorites are. Uh, this is like it says. I walk into PetSmart. And then it says phone notifications, stimulus money hit me. Where are your lions at? <laughs> you Where are your that? lions at? No. <laughs> Those are no, my I've favorite not. ones, bro. There's another one that says, uh, that says me. Uh, and then in parentheses, stimulus money hits me again at McDonald's me. And then it says, uh, let me get two cheeseburgers. And then uh, me again stops and thinks. <laughs> And the clown, <laughs> Ronald no, McDonald. <laughs> no, so so I seen the one that says, fools, um, man. it's hilarious." So the guy walks into walks into the family's ha- uh, home, and he's, he's got like four kids. He's like, "What's going on, my fourteen hundreds? What you guys want? You guys want some ice cream? I got you. I got, I got you. you, baby. That's at least what I can do." And then he walks into the <laughs> other room. His, his wife is over there. He's like, "What's up, host fourteen hundred? You want some chicken nuggets? I got you." And she's like, what? 1400 What? I got you. It's the least I can do. And then uh, and then walks out. And then, of course, funny, you don't man. get it. But it's like, okay, I got 1400 for each one. At least I can do is buy you an ice cream. I can buy you some chicken nuggets. Chicken nuggets. <laughs> it's great, so man. Like, it's good. It's, it's, it's hilarious. I don't know about you, man, but every time I watch either if it's a TikTok or anything like that, I always go straight to the comments. I always go straight to the comments because people are hilarious, man. Some of the things they say, some of the things oh, that are out there. Sure. But look, speaking of these of these things, right? You know, one of the first topics of the day I would say is let's talk about some guilty pleasures, man. Uh, you started talking about some, uh, you know, some chicken nuggets and some ice cream. Alex, is there is there a guilty pleasure you have, man? No, I know I know what your guilty pleasure is. <laughs> is watching uh, the Kardashians. Oh man. <laughs> That's, that's you ladies and gentlemen please uh completely disregard what you just heard uh i no, do not that's... watch the uh kardashians it is not a favorite show of mine it is an all-time favorite show of mine i'm a kardashian fan in the closet uh, i thoroughly enjoy the kardashians i thoroughly know exactly what's going on in the kardashian family i don't know why don't Ask me why, but I just know. I know the whole family. I'm a little brokenhearted about these 20 you guys seasons. Are tight. And it's over. It's coming to an end. Yes, it is a guilty pleasure. I tend to enjoy it. And I believe tonight is the premiere, my friend. Oh, is it? Of the 20th nah, season. Of the 20th season. So yeah, that's, that's, the last that's one. my I will man up and tell you that's a guilty pleasure. I'm I'm I am a fan. I am a proud fan. But I ain't trying to say it out loud. You understand me? Alex, you just put me out there. So those listeners that are listening, now you know that I have a guilty pleasure. And my guilty pleasure is watching the Kardashians. Uh, <laughs> Not that's, for real. That's kind I mean, of besides, embarrassing. That's kind of embarrassing. But, I'm just going to be honest with you, man. But besides that one, what's, what's, what's the one you were actually going to say? No, no, no. It's, it's, it, it, it plays a role. Yeah. No, that's pretty much it. I will tell you, there's another guilty pleasure I do. I'm a car dancer. You a car dancer, man? You like to listen uh, to music and dance in the car? I like to sing. I like to sing pretty loud in the car when I'm by myself, especially. Yeah. That's a guilty pleasure. You can you consider that no, a guilty no, pleasure? Th- nah, I'm I a professional so, but- dancer, bro. I'm a professional dancer from here to here. Right? You feel me? Like from here yeah. to here. You know, I'm a professional dancer, right? I got moves, right? I think I know what I'm doing, right? I I, I think I got. I could do anything while I'm sitting down dancing, man. I don't know about you, but that's 
that's like a thing for me. I, I don't know if anybody else that's listening to us, maybe you're on your way to work, maybe you're on your way to the store, maybe you're just trying to kill some time. I don't know about you, but for me, man, when I'm sitting down and I'm listening to music, I'm in it. And I'm one of those, I'm one of those waste up dancers. You know what I mean? Yeah. I no, don't know but, you were, you're not a waste up dancer, are you, man? You're not no, really I mean, a, I just, you don't really boogie, do you? No, I'm not really dancing that much, but I'm de- definitely singing and moving my hands and saying like he's going crazy and you know, yeah, like doing you by the whole yourself, thing like by yourself, you're hyping yourself. Not up. even if I'm with the car with somebody <laughs> and it's like, well, you know, it's like I if the song, I'm 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 into it for sure, hundred percent. I think one of my guilty pleasures is like Lego sets. I like building Lego, Lego sets. sets. Yeah. So man. you buy a bunch? Do you? So you still buy Lego sets, man? Hmm. I knew you were a, a Lego fan. I can show fan. you guys. I, I, I knew you were a Lego fan, but I didn't know you were still like deep into it. Like you got to go right to a group. Oh, that's, look, that's look right here. No, see, look at this guy. This bad boys. Tell me this ain't cool. That is cool. Tell me this ain't cool. Look, look, look at the thing. It's got the little. Do you not have? Do you not have anything you you do during the day, man? You don't have any any extracurricular activities, or is this your extracurricular activity? Look, look. <laughs> You got wings? Is that, is that the way it works? Yeah, man. Hey, so, man, so be I honest remember. with me. Be honest with me. How long did that take to make? Not that long because I crank them up pretty fast, but I do like building Lego sets. We got them all over the house. My kid likes them too. I think it's a it's a creative thing, right? Where it, yeah. it just allows you to, even though you're copying off a book or sometimes we create our own things, like he'll create his own little, little things. Like here, here's something he created and it's like, oh, it's like, I don't know. He he makes up stories, right? So yeah, yeah. I think you know I think what I like when it comes to Legos. Man. I like the the Mario Legos. Have you t- have you seen those? Yeah, I think uh, I think you showed them last time, right? Where the, it's got the little creative thing now that's interactive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's got like a it's got like a barcode, and Mario turns to life, and he's got like a scanner built in, and depend and he goes with an app. Man, they're creative. Man, they are getting creative on what they're putting out there. But here's the thing, man, is that people are making millions off of toys. I mean, it is a billion dollar industry and you're contributing mm-hmm. and, and I get it, but I didn't know that was a, I full, mean, is that your number one guilty pleasure, man? Is that like a well, thing? Well, I mean, I would like, say so. I mean, go I got, to the store without going to the Lego aisle or you have to go through the Lego aisle. No, no, no. It, it's, I don't have to go, but I definitely yeah. like to see if there's something there. Is yeah. is I, I like to build them with my son and and uh, you know I have some other ones back here. We got some some ships. You know, it's like they're they're all over the house. It's, yeah. yeah, I mean it's just one of the things that I like to so do. So how I would mean, you course, feel if you know, how would you feel if a random kid? How would you feel if a random kid from the neighborhood walked in and he's like, oh look at these Legos, and he grabs it and all of a sudden just starts destroying them? How mad would you be, bro? I, I wouldn't be too too upset because it happens all the time because you know you got my kid and he wants to play with his spaceship or or yeah. something. Um, he can play with certain ones. He can't play with the black one, right? But um, oh, so there are but, untu- some of them that you have are untouchable. Like you can't touch them. No, but I let them, and if it messes up, I I know how to fix them. We'll fix them again, and and but. I mean, what what do you do, man? They're Legos. You can put them back together. I'm not gonna get too too upset. Do I wish that they touch didn't touch some of them? Yeah, of course, right. Uh, but you know, I do video games as well. But I think that's not a like a oh, I don't want nobody to know. It's like it, I think yeah, it's yeah, very yeah, common yeah. in today's society. It's like actually taking off more than some sports, right? You got all these people watching some True. creators was playing video games. So was that Twitch? What's yeah, Twitch ones? and all that, and and so it's it's not a big deal. I don't think it's um that guilty anymore right yeah yeah yeah. <laughs> but yeah. i so, think legos because legos some people don't and they find it's like oh you still play yeah dude i still play with legos i like legos if i see somebody getting legos it's like oh you want me to help you build it it was like i'll help you build it you know you it's jump a, right into it yeah 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 you yeah jump it's right a mind it's a mind stress reliever too right yeah it's yeah, like yeah. Puzzle. no i get like, it people i get are, it no absolutely yeah yeah but let me ask so you that's this mine can't anyways you, can't you can't you get like super glue and build it all over again and then just put super glue on each piece that way it doesn't come apart yeah, you could do that for sure. Um, I've done a couple of, uh, you know, Sebastian's one, so he doesn't take them apart. But yeah. eventually, they'll still play around with them until they take them off and then do their own thing. Um, yeah. But I do want to have him set up a couple of them in his room because we, we got like a bunch of figurines all over the place. 
Oh, really? That's that's I mean, mine. I've but never that's... noticed them when I come over, man. I've never noticed that they're all over the place. Because I have them hidden because I because I don't. He's he lost. You don't a want lot nobody to come in. <laughs> no, takes... no, he he lost a lot of them. So I just want to keep them for him until we can actually set up his room and have them all like displayed and everything. He's oh, getting gotcha, to the gotcha, gotcha. to the that age where he wants them and nobody like touch them and and stuff because they're more like an art piece. Yeah, yeah. At one point, I was. I don't know if I can call it a guilty pleasure. I mean, I, I don't know, but I'm big into watches and shoes, man. I, a lot of oh, people, for sure. A lot of people don't know that about me. A lot of people think, uh, you know, when when people ask me, so what's some of the thing that what's one thing that people don't know about you? When I say, man, I'm a big watch collector and I'm a big shoe guy they're, they're blown away. Like they're taken aback, I guess, because I'm such a, I'm such, I, I'm, I'm really like a hardcore business guy. So they don't, they don't see me that way. You know, those that don't really know me, they're like you like shoes, like really like watches really. Cause I don't tend yeah. to, like, I don't tend to, uh, I, I don't show them off like that. Right. I'll wear a random watch, but you know, I, I know what that watch means to me. Right. So, you know, I don't show them off. I don't walk around and and let me tell you how many watches I have. I mean, I'm, I do have a significant amount as well as shoes, but I'll be honest yeah. with you, man. I, I don't know if I call it a guilty pleasure, but I'm a big guy when it comes to, uh, uh, to, to watches and shoes, but I don't think I've ever kept it a secret. That's just something I'd really never talked about. Now the same, same, but I don't really find those like guilty. Like, I, you know, some people are into hunting, some people are into fishing, some people are into some other fixing their trucks. Some people are into some other things, you know, I like sneakers. I like watches. I like video games. I like Legos. You know, that's, that's the things that I'm into shoes. I, it's almost like an addictive thing. So I gotta, yeah, I gotta yeah. relax I myself. Cause back. I, once I kind of start, it's like, Oh, I want this one. I want this one. I want this one. And then it's like, no, no, no. It's like, I gotta, you know, dial it back and just be like, Oh, I want the, these I really want. And I try to get them. And then I try to get yeah, some man. other ones, but it, I really I have to Louis like, Vuitton, man. Yeah, I have to restrain myself, you know? <laughs> it's crazy, man, because that tends to happen. So I don't know. I don't know about those that are uh, those of you that are listening. But, you know, you ought to think about uh, some of the things that you do as far as guilty pleasure. You know, is there something that that perhaps maybe throughout your time, throughout your years that you've you've been quiet about and you don't want nobody to know? Of course, man, I don't want nobody to know I've watched the Kardashians, man. But I'm a big Kardashian fan, bro. Yeah. I don't know what it is. <laughs> I really don't. I really don't know what it is, it's but I, I thoroughly enjoy it. I And I don't know if it's them or it's the reality TV piece. You know what I mean? I don't. I no, don't. it's definitely the story behind or maybe like the way like you're trying maybe to. Maybe the come up, right? Maybe the come up. Mm. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, no, you, don't, but even... you don't really watch those shows, do you, man? No, not, not really the, the Kardashian. I got some other shows that I... I oh, tend yeah, to watch, the, but Winters you know which one, you yeah. know which one I really enjoy is Gold Rush. Oh, okay. And it's not really for anybody, but it's it's I find it fascinating. These guys put um, a lot on the line, and I don't think they can you can really fake the show because they're yeah. really out you there. Hope not, right? Well, I hope not, but I don't think so because these guys like like um, I'm sure there's a lot of dramatic effect and some other things, and maybe some something that make it out like oh this is the end of the world and it's not. But yeah. I think those guys are actually putting some of their money on the line for to get gold. And it's kind of fascinating. Well, it's a, like, no. So I don't think the gold aspect is fake. I think a lot of the drama around it is yeah. could be the fabricated yeah, yeah, to yeah, make yeah, it yeah, more, yeah. yeah, more dramatic yeah. for the, the for Hollywood the audience. effect. Yeah. Yeah. But but I don't think the actual essence of the show is fake. Oh, I see. I see. Is that one of those shows that you don't want nobody to know that you would watch, man? No, no, no. Anybody says I, I find it fascinating, to be honest, and it's yeah, kind of maybe being... that's yeah, maybe that's the word I think about the Kardashians when I think about them. Maybe they're yeah. just fascinating. Yeah. Well, I, I think the I don't think they're really risking anything. Where I think these guys are maybe probably risking a lot because they're putting their money, their financial. Sometimes they take their life savings, get a crew. They're getting all this stuff, machinery, and everything costs so much money. True. And then you're trying True. to get gold and. And sometimes they don't make it. And then it's like, oh, and this, and you can see the struggles and you can like, there's some things you can't really fake. Yeah. I, I think in the show. And that's what I think I find it intriguing. You know, when I think about that show, man, cause I've seen it a couple of times. I love how the goal, right? The ultimate goal at the end of the day is what to honestly find gold, right? 
That is the goal. So they put all of their eggs in that basket. And their goal is hopefully at the end of the day that they're able to regain the investment, right? Able to regain Mm -hmm. the investment, able to emerge out of that and really put some money in their pocket, right? So, you know, which kind of leads us into the next segment uh, when we talk about goals, right, Alex? Uh, You know, one of the things that we were discussing earlier this week uh, and we move into the show now is, you know, let's think about those short-term goals, right? Uh, In that show, it's probably, what is it, like a 30-minute? No, it's like a 45-minute show, isn't it? It's like a 45-minute show with commercials. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. It's kind of like 90 Day Fiance, right? Uh, It's a Mm 45-minute show when you catch it on a good day. And, you know, short-term goals and long-term goals are, are incredibly important. And as you, you know, you think about 2021, and where you're heading and where we're heading as, as, as a, as a country, honestly, you know, there's gotta be some goals that you've set in play last year that you just weren't able to acquire because of the, honestly, the climate, right? The climate of the season, just, just the, the, the being at home and trying to figure out what happens next. It's just a mess, man. I don't know about you, but did you put together, even if it's just one, Alex, I'm I'm willing to share at least one of my short-term or long-term goals. Did you put any of those together this year? No, so, so actually, you know, I was fortunate to to um, the short goals or long term goals that I had. I was able to achieve and and actually exceed some of my some of those goals. And so this year is the same thing. You know, I have a certain number that um, you know that I also want to say make sure that we put aside for this year. Everything's yeah. going good. Goals around the house that we want to we want to try to achieve, like. Maybe it's not even that big, but we put hardware floor in the whole bottom of the uh, of our house, and yeah. those are like little small things. Um, but as far as long term goals, I mean, it's just really trying to do that snowball effect that we've been talking about, where yeah. I put more money to the side, I, I put more money in investments for the future, and yeah. that's kind of my yeah. goal. My goal is to to um to just keep putting as much as i can i I mean i don't want to put a number out there just because it's like i don't want to close myself to a number just yet but there is like in 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 like for example for saving say you're i think yours is a little bit would you want to go with yours first i mean i mean i'm a bit aggressive i'm gonna be honest with you i'm a little aggressive this year only because I've got certain things in play, right? I've got certain things in motion that when I forecast out to the 12 months in this year, I think it's very attainable, very achievable. But my goal this year, my short-term goal for the year, I'm not talking six months, I'm talking short-term, you know, 12 months. My short-term goal for the year is to, uh, is to develop, right? Is to, uh, is to put together uh, $50,000 of a nest egg this year, right? So 50 grand creating a nest egg and of course carrying over to the following year. So that is my goal this year that I accumulate and whether that's through the investments, through savings, uh, through, uh, you know, whether it is minimizing certain expenses, either way as a whole, right? My long-term goal, at a short-term goal at the end of the year is to put at least a 50 grand allocation uh, as a nest egg. That is that is just this year. Adding so, on top of whatever we got going mm-hmm. on, I'm talking just 50 grand at the end of this year. So January to Feb- uh, December. I know it's aggressive, you, believe me, I know that. No, 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 it's 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 fine. It's, 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 um, I think it's, uh, I mean, I don't know where you're at as far as your your income and what you're, you're, what you're getting and stuff, but I think it's, is definitely achievable, right? Um, for some people, right? It just really depends on on where you're at as far as your work environment, how much you're making, you, your lifestyle. Do you really want to cut some stuff? But so I, I you know, you definitely can do it. Um, now, what I want to say is, let's just say for people who have 50k or maybe uh, higher, or maybe just around that, at what time do you like? Okay, my nest egg is let's just say. 50 grand. Let's just say I have 50 grand in the bank account. What do I do with the other? Do I, do I, I just want to see your take on it. Would you take the other, like, let's just say you have 80 grand, you take the other 30, move it over to all to investment. And then like, say, say you have 50 right now and your goal is to have another 50 and now you have a hundred. Is it cut back and leave 50 and put throw the other 50 into investments? Yeah. So for me, 
Yeah. So if I surpass my goal of 50, right? So if I surpass my short-term goal, I'm not going to take what I've surpassed it and throw it into an investment. What I'm going to do is I'm going to assess what next year's goal is, right? Before I start divvying any cash up, before I start diversifying my own portfolio, whether that's, you know, as a whole in finances or whether that's in investments or whether that's just, you know, uh, accumulating, you know, whatever yield I've made for the year. At the end of the day, once December 31st hits and January 1 begins, I will already have a goal set that day as we move into the new year. So for me, my rule of thumb is after taking that 50, 30, and 10, you remember that? That 60, mm -hmm. 30, and 10, as we talk about those specific items, for me, my goal is to divvy that up depending on what my needs and my goals are. That's why I've said it all throughout the show. You need to design a goal. You need to have a number that you're shooting for. Don't just say, well, I want to be able to put some money away. What does that look like? Because you could put $12 away, right? But you could put $12,000 away. But you need to shoot towards a goal. Now, again, I do understand that my 50 is, is aggressive, but I've got a, 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 I've got a good feeling about it. Uh, only because I have put things in place that will allow me to achieve that goal for the year. Right. So I would say to you, I would say to anyone listening, come up with a real number. Right. If you're struggling how to do that, take your income, take your expenses. If you have no investments, I'll break it down incredibly quick. Take your income, take your expenses, whatever you got left over. Right. Depending how you break it out, take that number at the end of the month, forecast it out by 12 months. And there's a number that you could start with. Right. There's a mm -hmm. there is a number right there that you could start with. It could be larger. It could be smaller. It doesn't matter, but you've got to start somewhere, Alex. You got to, and you got to have something you're shooting towards. Don't just live in the moment of, well, I just hope to, you know, uh, end the year in a positive position. Well, if that's the case, you may not even make any money and just be in a positive position, right? Oh, for sure. For sure. Yeah. So that so, would be my encouragement to those that are listening, of course. Yeah, no, I got to, I got to, an aggressive goal as well as far as saving there's I, I have the number locked in my head I, you know I, just because there's a lot of people listening and I just don't want to throw any numbers out there yeah. um you know you know how that goes but I definitely have an aggressive people, number if people are in your business people are in your business right yeah no I mean it's just it's just it's you know it's a touchy subject when you're talking about <laughs> money and and yeah, yeah. and you know I like you we always give advice and what we're doing and I, I also have an aggressive, I mean, it could be right there with yours, you know, as far as it yeah. is. Um, That's with everything, saving. right? That's the conglomerate of things, right? It's uh, income and expenses, whether that's trimming the fat or not. That's when it comes to yields. That's when it comes to kickbacks. That's when it comes. I mean, everything under the financial umbrella, right? Anything that equates into a number that is considered a profit, anything that puts me into a net gain, that is my number. Again, it's not just one revenue stream, it's multiple revenue streams. Yeah, yeah, no, no. And it's and it's like see like you're like your 50 as far as savings, like I could be different, right? It might could be it could be 30 and you 20 and and throwing it all in investments, right? It's like okay, is is you know, here here's what I worry about, right? Is like we our money is losing what it's it's in, by inflation three percent. Oh yeah. So, the more money right you have the in the bank account, it's not going to do nothing longer, if it's just sitting there. Yeah, correct. But your your purchasing power is a little bit less than it was yesterday, or especially the year, right? That's so right. it's like, right. well, do I really want to have so much money in like just in a savings account where the money's not working for me, or do you where did you make those lines? And that's a that's a so you know you have to look at the market. You have to really take decisions because. Now we're not talking about money to throw away, right? No, um, it's no, a different thing. The money that you, that, well, we talked about the money that you throw in in Bitcoin or whatever, that's money is throw away. Like you said, like, do you believe in it? Yeah, no, you're not sure. But now, now we're talking about money that you're accounting for. It's like, so you got to really do your homework. Where is going into? What investments am I putting that money into? Because 
I'm not, I don't want to lose it. Right. The market goes up and down and, and we got to understand that, right. Nothing certain, even with our 401ks or your, your Roth accounts, you don't know because you're expecting to get that money when you retire at 60 something. Right. So once it gets closer, they start taking some of those percentages and put it into more safe investments. But at the right. beginning, they're, they're really invested in risky scenarios, yeah. right? Because yeah, you're going to get the most gains. So it goes up and down, but the market recuperates in 10 years. So you're able to make your money back. So what I would encourage people is, is out there is if you're really trying to put money that you really have towards it and you, you don't want to lose it is you got to do your homework. You really got to do, do your homework, man. You got to, you're right. You're right. Keep going. Keep going. I was just, I no, just no. wanted to affirm you on that, man. No, I mean, I just, I, that's just it, dude. I just want to say you need to reach out, listen to people that really know. Don't be listening to the, just these TikToks and people because, man, that, that could, I could just show you faking. <laughs> I could just pull something off the internet and show you, oh, yeah, look at my gains. You don't know that. I'm going to send 100,000, I'm going to send 10,000 to the next 10 people follow me. It's like, come yeah. on, guys. It's like, yeah. like you got to really look at these people and, and know that some of them are just nothing but BS. And, and ultimately, man, I, I get stressed. I don't get stressed out. Let me let, let me choose my words wisely. I get frustrated when you see people on Instagram. It seems like every Instagrammer, whether they've got five followers or they've got five million followers, they're always sitting in front of a Maserati and telling you, let me show you how I did it. Really? Man, talk about the what is the 1% on Instagram? Because it looks like to me, that everybody on Instagram, everybody on TikTok has got it figured out, right? So, Everyone remember, has found a money pot. <laughs> so you remember when my brother was down at Canelo's fight in Miami, right? Yeah. At the same time, Deshaun Watson was down there and he was hosting this car meetup, of course, yeah. of exotic cars. And he was down there. Did, yeah, yeah. yeah, didn't know that there were going to be that, that show. And of course, and he was trying to land like, like a Lamborghini and he had already established a deal and they were going to rent it to him for like 800 a day. But then when he got there, they were wanting like 4k uh, a day because I guess everybody was renting the exotics. So half of the people that were out there, they were all rentals. They were rentals. So it's like, dude, don't I, you can rent a, a thing, uh, you Lamborghini, Ferrari, Maserati, whatever, and a McLaren. And you just be like, Oh, look, you know, here's, let me show you. Yeah. Cause you just don't want to take cloud. the risk. Right. You don't want to take the risk and throw that kind of money down the drain when I could just rent it if it's off of the cloud. Right. If it's off of the gram, if it's off for snap, if it's off of the pictures, it'll it'll work. Right. But it is not a sustainable model. Let's be honest. Mm -hmm. It is not a sustainable model to blow money unless money is coming through your ears. Right. That's why I struggle mm -hmm. with these TikTokers. I struggle with the Instagrammers because it's like, OK, that's great. I see that. Fantastic. Way to go. However, how real is this, right? Yeah. How real is this? Because ultimately at the end of the day, I can go rent it, right? I can go rent it. But until you're riding in it, then it's a different story. Until that title says your name, bro, I'll go get every single one of my cars. <laughs> I'll go get those titles. Every single one of them. Bring it right back and show you this is real, right? Instead of sitting there and playing millionaire. Like why, why play a millionaire when you can just be real and say, look, I'm not a millionaire but I've got some things figured out, right? I've got my finances in check. I'm able to allocate where I need to allocate and I live very comfortably, right? By God's grace, let me tell you, by God's grace, I live very comfortably. Yep. So I do, man, I struggle when I see that. I struggle incredibly when I see because it's like everyone on Instagram, everyone on social media has got it figured out. Not only do they have it figured out, but they've got it, right? And it's like, really? Really? These are millions and millions of people. My goodness. I guess they do. Yeah, no, it, but I struggle with that, man. No, the only thing I would say, just to finish up with that is, man, just even if your goal is not, you're like you're so ambitious where you're doing like like Carlos here, 50K, right? Maybe it could be 5,000. I don't know. It could be 2,000 for the year. I mean, it's yeah. a start, right? But you do 5,000 this year, 5,000 next year. Now you're at 10. Now next year, another five, you know, you're at 15. So I would just say, just set a goal and just really try to try to do it. And do your homework, right? So yeah, man, no, I, I totally get it.
Now, my my long term goal is is a little. Uh, for those of you that are listening, my, my long-term goal is a little bit of a, it, it may not be achievable. And the reason I say it may not be achievable because I really need to think about this if I really want to commit to this. Uh, my learned, my long-term goal is to purchase a G-Wagon. But bro, it's $136,000. I don't know if I want to commit to a $136,000 vehicle, right? Listen, the depreciation rate is lower than most other vehicles, right? I get that. Yeah. I respect that. I can appreciate that. But maybe I can pull off a used one. But the problem with a used one, I'm running between at least 105 to 115, which is kind of which is kind of pricey in my in my neck of the woods because I I just don't believe that you should commit to something to that degree. And then someone said, well, why don't you do a lease program? I don't know if I want to commit to a lease program to be honest with you, right? I don't know if I feel like just throwing cash out the door. So it is an elaborate long-term goal. Don't get me wrong. Don't hear what I'm not saying. It is well, an elaborate it's a, it's one. A, it's, um, it's, a, it's something, well, it depends, right? Because I know you and you like to do a lot of driving. Yeah, man, right? I do. So I do. Here's one way you can you can pursue your, your lease would be like you, you do a lease for three years or whatever for 12,000 12, miles a year. That's you nothing, you pay bro. the I understand that, but yeah. the the lease, you know, here's how it works. Because you, I don't know if I said it on the show, but I used to work at, you know, at a dealership at the Cadillac dealership, one of the locals here, right? So the the way the lease work would be like, say you rent it out. I mean, you lease it for thirty six months at twelve thousand dollars. I mean, twelve thousand. Excuse miles. me, twelve thousand miles a um, yeah. a year. Well, you ride it. Let's just say you riding it all over the place. And you're actually deciding that you're gonna keep the vehicle. Well, at the end of your term, right before that, you just finance the the remaining residual value yeah, of the car, that and then you buy it. So technically, you it's it's kind of like you're renting the vehicle for the beginning portion of it, where your payments are lower, but you're but also they apply you're paying, it. Yeah, yeah, you're 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 paying that depreciation value that you were already gonna pay anyways if you bought you it brand it. new off the lot, but That's your right. payments are your payments are a little bit lower because now you're just paying that portion of it. And then after the fact, say you, you can finance the remaining residual value of your vehicle. So let's just say that G wagon costs 130. You're going to lease it out and the, and it's going to go, you're going to pay like 40 grand or you're going to, you're going to refinance it for the remaining balance. Oh, right. Yeah. Yeah, now the miles don't matter if you're actually going to buy the vehicle, yeah, the miles matter if you're going to turn it in, and you go over it, well, you're going to have to pay, I think, for every... The difference per mile. Yeah, for, for every mile, whatever, right? So you're going to end up kind of pricey, the... man. It could get kind of pricey depending what kind of lease program you jumped on. It, it could, it could. But, I mean, it's you can always negotiate that kind of stuff and, and drop it down. There's there's little tricks there. Or, or you say you just rent it out. I mean, you lease it for 36 months and you decide, like, hey, good thing I didn't buy this. You turn it in and you're out of that right. commitment, no right. problem. Right. So there's there's benefits to both of them. There are there are there you are absolutely right. There are, but I will say, as far as a long term goal, it's something that I'm still wrestling with. Uh, I mean, and some may say, well, if you're allocating fifty grand, Carlos, for the year, then why don't you just buy it cash? Because I'm not crazy. No, because <laughs> at the end of the day, cash is still king, guys. Cash is still king. Cash purchasing power is incredibly helpful correct so and then you can always throw that into an investment account the interest rate or whatever compound over time it's like for the same amount of years it'll give you more so it's actually they paid you to buy the vehicle instead of you paying it cash so there's there's a lot of information out there that we can't get to unfortunately in the in this particular show i mean it requires his own segment right it's it's long but we'll we'll touch on those maybe on another like an actual topic or i could just go buy a multifamily unit Fix it, mm-hmm. rent it, create some residual income. Anyway, there's there's so many options, but for me, that's the reason I have said that is because I have wanted one now uh, for for a little while now. The the GL they're nice. the GL three fifty nice. right now is great. It's fantastic as far I as like one the- of the people that I have, it's great. But man, I like the G wagon, bro. I love man. the G five hundred, man. Love it. I don't even know. I like the the Rolls Royce, the Kilican, or what is it called? I, I forget the name exactly, but man, those are nice. But of course, I'm not gonna. That's not even. Yeah. In, yeah. You're talking a little I'm bit. I'm right out there with there. you. There's no need for all that. Are we gonna? Yeah. Am I gonna live in the vehicle? It's a different story, right? If I'm gonna live in the vehicle, then maybe I can make <laughs> oh, it happen. 
if if my income was ten percent more than what that vehicle was, because then it's like okay, let's talk about it, right? But it's like uh, just for a vehicle like that, it's like uh, I'm not gonna do it, right? Just throwing your money away. Listen, if you got if you've got the money to throw away like that, you go right ahead. I support you, right? I don't see it as an investment. I'll be honest with you. Uh, I do see certain vehicles as investments. I'm gonna I'm, gonna, I'm not gonna break that down right now. Uh, but I am going to say that there are some vehicles out there that are considered investments. I just don't think that all vehicles are investments right now uh, or any at, at any given point. So anyway, that's just that's so, just my approach. That's just my long term goal. Alex, you got a long term goal you want to share? Um, no, man. My, my uh, Right now, I haven't really I really haven't put, you know, was a pen to paper like they say, you know, yeah, I man. got some. I got some some visuals that that we're, we're trying trying to do and what I've been working kind of hard at, but it's it's just they're really just giving. I think my long term goal is just keep doing what I'm doing. It's, it's working for me very well, and just keep just keep hustling and doing what I'm doing, and, and you know, and eventually be able to be more financially free, where yeah. you can do like, dude, I don't have to put up with this, right? It's like it's that's like. Right. That's but right. when you that's when right. you have that money all the way in the side and and uh, that's my long term goal is just to be where you like you know some people say out there some f you money right but it's like keep yeah. working on that I mean that's the, my long 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 term goal but let's just yeah, jump yeah. into a lot different than the other one yeah we've been doing the series and and as far as the rules of life and it's funny because I don't you know just you guys paid touched attention. on it. <laughs> yeah so i don't know if you guys been paying attention but we've been doing this series called the rules of life and it was seven rules of life and we're at week number 10 which is our number six so we're we're getting close to the end guys and i hope you guys enjoy that little mini series that we've been doing but number six it's it's on you only you are in charge of your happiness oh man so it's on you only you are in charge of your happiness couldn't agree more this, with number six so this is this is for all our you know couples that are out there, partners, girlfriends, boyfriends, whatever you're into. They know My judgment fan. here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's like whatever you're into. You know, it's like think about that, Carlos. Like it's not <laughs> it's not your job, right? It's not it's your not, job to make somebody else happy. It's not your job, man. I'm laughing because it's so true. Some people believe that that is someone's actual job, right? That they should. They take on that load. They take on that that responsibility, man. They take on this certain commitment that they are devoted to saying, hey, I'm going to make you happy. Are you kidding me? Do you know the level of responsibility that comes with that? Can you do it, right, is the first one, right? Can you even accomplish that? What if this individual that you're connecting with just has tons of baggage and they're never going to be happy because why they're not happy with themselves. Right. So there's, there's a difference and it's just pointed out, right. There's a difference where we, we do a lot of the things to make your, your wife happy to accomplish her, try to accomplish her goals, to yeah. try to help her. Significant and, and, other, your yeah, friend, yeah, significant other or whatever, you know, partner. Yeah. 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 Business partner. Like you can do and you can try to do some stuff to to show appreciation like, oh, I, I, I'm going to get you this. I'm going to buy. You. Oh, you really want that? Let me get that for you. There's stuff that you that as a as a partner, friend, what, whatever. Ask for more. Yeah, they always come back and ask for more. But besides <laughs> the point, that's the things that you're showing, right? Some some type of affection, some type yeah. of way that you're showing you appreciate them. But that's not going to make them happy. Right. It's like. We got to make ourselves happy. Like right. it's not my wife's responsibility to make myself happy. I got to be happy with myself in order for for our relationship to work even better. Here's one thing that I want to point out. You know, when Will Smith and Jada Pickett Smith, right? They they had all their issues. We've all know the back and entanglement forth. Entanglement is the word. Entanglement, the entanglement, right? The entanglement, but. You know, they went back, you know, one of the things is like Will Smith said, it was like, man, you know, I was doing everything for when I was building this house, thinking that I was going to make her happy. And I was like, let's do this, let's do that. And then it was like, and she still wasn't happy. And she was like, mm. oh, this is, and then she was like, mm. is, I, you know what I figured is, is he told her, it's not my job to make you happy. Yeah. You go find yourself and make yourself happy. Maybe she got that entanglement for that reason. I don't know. Right. Right. But, right. Right. 
you know, the, the, the important thing from that is it wasn't his responsibility to make her happy. It was Jada Pinkett Smith. She was had to be happy with herself in order for to be carried with their, their you know, with their partnership and go from there. Yeah. If anything, I would say, and, and listen, man, I, I think you're, you've hit on, you've hit on an important and a, a very important point. If there's anything I would say uh, to the individual or whether it's a, a, a guy, whether it's a lady listening, a man or woman, it doesn't matter you, you or however you identify, right? I don't, let's go there. What I would say to you is when you look at number six and it says it's on you, only you are in charge of your happiness. I would say to you, you constantly need to be working on yourself, right? You constantly have to be working. I'm not, and I'm not talking like business related and finance. No, 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 no. I'm not talking. I'm talking on you. You got to honestly, man, it is a day by day situation. You have to work on yourself, right? You have to strive to make yourself a better human being than what you were yesterday right? Because we all have problems, right? We all have hiccups. Mm -hmm. We all have things we've got to better. But the more we ignore them, the more we push them to the side, the more we say, oh, I can just work on me tomorrow, right? At some point in your life, tomorrow could disappear and you never got a chance to work on yourself, which means if you never got the chance to work on yourself, maybe you never really fully understood what happiness looked like. Yeah. Is that fair to say to you, Alex? No, I, dude, I mean, those are all very important points. I mean, because think about it like this. You know, there's people out there that say, oh, you know, I got to go to work tomorrow. My, my, you know, oh, I hate going in. Oh, what? So you start off with that started, mentality. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, it's, yeah, yeah. It's a, it, you're putting that negativity out there, you know? So one of the things is like, oh, man, I can't wait to go to work tomorrow. I'm, you know, I'm going to do work on this and got everything. Things to do. So if you yeah, start yeah. changing the little, energy of you going to work you should be grateful that you have a job there's many people out there that are unemployed that they wish they were able to go to get to their jobs but they can't so what i would say is like even with that you can start changing that attitude it's like oh yeah you know i gotta go to work tomorrow it's like oh monday i can't wait i got this i gotta, I gotta do this so if you start focusing on putting positivity in your in yourself then you're gonna start projecting positivity around you right is and on to others, right? And on others, others, correct. Yeah, yeah. Because you're not Listen. miserable because you're at work. You're actually looking forward. It's like, I got a job. I'm going to do this. So you start, and I get it. We all go through problems. We always have scenarios where where um, we don't like somebody or something is going and, or, you know, that that's not going to change. But if you start off with negativity from the very start, you're going to have a, neg a negative day throughout. Start yeah. positive. And then just go throughout, you know, see what start happens. Positive I mean and positive, right? You start positive. You, I don't know about you, Alex, but I struggle. And I'm, and I'm, this is me being real right now, right? And those of you that are listening, I'm sorry if, if you know me and, and, and this may be you, and maybe you've seen it in me. I apologize. I really do. But I struggle with negative mindsets. I struggle with people who are constantly living in a state of mind that will always find the negative of something, right? Always, if they always have to find the full, the cup is always half empty versus the cup being half full, right? I struggle with that because what happens is the rest of their life, they begin to live and they continue to live in such a way where the cup is always going to be half empty and nothing ever looks up for them, right? Nothing ever goes well for them. Nothing ever is positive for them. And they live in this state of when will I ever get my break? Well, the point is, the reality is you have not give, been giving yourself the opportunity to work on yourself. And because you have not been able to work on yourself, you will continue to live in this state of mind that at times, if you're not careful, it's going to pour into your career. It's going to pour into your, you know, whether you're married, it's going to pour into your relationships. It's well, going yeah. to pour into everything because it is contagious no matter what you decide to spread. Yeah, especially, you know, like you've all been to a place where 
even at work or somebody saying like, oh, you can't do this. You can't do that. It's like, man, yeah. you tend to push those people away. It's like, dude, just go over there. Go away. It's like, we'll figure it <laughs> out. Alone, Leave me alone. Let me, I'll, I'm going to figure this out. It's like, I don't need you to say it can't be done. There's a way to do this, right? There's always yeah. a way. So it's like, even at work, I said, it's like, dude, just, just, let me work on this. I'll figure it out. And then when the company says, Oh, you got it done. It's like, I didn't exactly. Cause you didn't, you didn't take the time or whatever to, to sit down and, and let your mind focus on what you had to do. And it's the same thing that if you got negative people, even if you have negative friends or you, or you have negative family members, it's like, you don't have to cut them off completely, but you do have to shy yourself away a little bit to be able to, you surround yourself with positive people that are wanting to do is like how do i save it's like oh you're never going to be able to do that carlos that that ambitious goal you have is like dude you're never going to do that hey carlos don't do that carlos come on man don't don't do that it's like you're like dude i don't need that it's like i'm trying to do something i don't need you to tell me then you start doubting yourself can i do it no i can't do it it's like it's like no if i say carlos you can do that man come on push on dude you got this it's like don't buy that don't buy that watch it's like, I know you want it. Don't buy those shoes. It's like, you got a goal, remember? Like, yeah, go man. go get that, man. Go save that bag, right? Yeah, That's a yeah. difference, right? It's a clear example. Instead mm-hmm. of being that friend, be like, did I know you got that goal? And be like, no, I buy those shoes, man. That's a nice watch. You get you get that yeah, watch. That I already watch. know you got like 10, 20 watches back. It's like, you don't need that one because you got a goal, right? So yeah. it's like, you got to have surrounding the people that are going to help you achieve those goals. Instead of man, you gotta sometimes cut the little negativity. It's like, no, I don't need that right now. No, I listen, man. I'm 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 right there with you. And 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 I would say as we wrap up number six, I would say that yes, I affirm this one, man. It's on you. It's only on you. You are in charge of that happiness, right? You need to define it. And I'm going to say this and I'll end it with this. You need to, those of you that are listening, you need to listen to, I'm going to say it again. I'm going to stop. I'm going to start over. If you are not happy with yourself, you need to start identifying areas in your life that you see that must change. You need to start identifying areas in your life that need to take on a different approach, right? We talked about the two degrees. Sometimes in your life, whether it's it's your business, whether it's uh, in, in your relationships, I've talked about the two degrees, right? Uh, with water and boiling, you are two degrees away from creating a boiling point, right? And just sitting in water that is room temperature, So I would say to you, it is that easy to make that shift. Those two degrees are so incredibly small, but the impact that it makes is incredibly huge. So I would encourage you, start identifying things in your life that must be removed, that must be realigned, that must be re-engaged, and go back and disengage, right? Disconnect in items or things that take away that happiness and reconnect into things that bring about that happiness. But at some point at the end of the day, you have got to make a decision of what that looks like in your life. And once you begin to do that, things will begin to change for you. I truly believe it. I, I, I affirm it, man. I am a believer in it. So I would encourage you, those that are listening, identify those things that are taking away from who you are, that are interrupting that happiness, approach them, get them head on, fix them, remove them, do what you need to do. And before you know it, you will realize that it is on you and only you that takes the responsibility of your happiness. Then once you decide to do that, it will pour into others. It will spread and it will spread in such a way that you had no idea it could spread. And those are around you will begin to be inspired by what you are giving off. Would you agree with that, Alex? No, for a hundred percent, like a hundred percent. That's why, that's why I said, you know, start with the little positivity, even in your mornings and, and, and just be grateful that you're getting up. I mean, right. life is, life is too short and, man, we, we really, people take it for granted. I mean, we, you know, we all do it until you really lose someone that's really close to you. You, yeah. you get that vibe and you're like, not to take it into anything negative, but then you start to appreciate the little things and, and you value that 
what we have is moments in your your family that's your inner circle right that's the most important thing so it's like trying to project a little positivity in yourself would go a long way with us around you know with your whoever you're with right um, absolutely. In, absolutely in talking about negativity man carlos man it, it's oh, something man. that hit the the state of Georgia that's been in the news. It's been that, all over the country, right? But now yeah, it's all over Georgia, the country. Man. But but it's like, how sad is it? All this wrapped up violence against like Asian, the Asian culture, man. The, the, the Asian, Asian community. Population, the Asian community is getting is getting hit really hard, man. Did you hear about this lady that uh, her grandson uh, started a GoFundMe account and the goal was fifty grand, and before you know it, he was able to raise six hundred and $61,000 for his elderly grandmother. Did you hear about that in San Francisco? Yeah, she, she's been severely, I mean, he raised the, the GoFundMe because, you know, she, of course, she was affected mentally, yeah, 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 physical, emotional. This, this, this guy tried to attack her, and, of course, she defended herself. She, she was able to fight him off, and I think the guy got the end of uh, the worst end of the stick, but... I mean, still messed up no her face intended. pretty bad. Right. Yeah, I mean, they still messed up his face. I mean, she she got you know bruised up or whatever, and of course the scare. Imagine you're walking down the street. You don't imagine that someone's gonna attack you like that. And then, so I can see, and you know, here in Georgia, where that um, I, I forgot his name. Maybe you can pull up his name, but went in and just shot like eight Asian people at a massage yeah, parlors. At the parlors, it, yeah, man. It, yeah. And it's like, dude, I don't understand where this violence is coming. Like, I get that people were like, oh, well, China, from China, the virus came from China, this, this, and this, and that. But that has nothing to do with attacking a particular culture, right? Or thinking that only because they're, they're from one particular or originated from a particular side of the country, it's their yeah. fault. Yeah, it's like yeah, I don't understand yeah. where people have so much hatred towards someone so else. Much like, hate, man, like I just incredible. don't understand it. Yeah, man, it's incredible how this has come about, man, and and people that are losing their life over this. Look, I, I I'm not getting into politics. I'm not getting into this mess. Look, no one should have to pay. Not one community, whether that's the Latino community, uh, the the Asian community, uh, uh, the African American community. The, the Anglo white community. Listen, I could care less because of one person's action, right? Because someone in China, right? Created this virus so-so, right? Or what's being said. And this stems from politics. We know that. A community, a group of individuals should not have to pay for that, man. No one, no one goes after a, a specific race because, you know, something took place in the news. And I don't want to get into details. I don't want to start calling out cultures and communities like that is not my role. That's not what we're here to do. Our goal here is to just bring about what's going on and just encourage you, man, that ultimately at the end of the day, the Asian community right now is hurting. Uh, uh, my heart goes out to them. I've got I've got friends that are Asian and, and, and mad love for them, man. Incredible love for them. And I, I, you know, if there's, if there, if you're in Asia, if you're near an Asian community, stop by, go support their restaurants, right? Go support their stores, uh, uh, create economic impact and show them that other communities, other cultures are going to be there for them and respect them and, and, and want to value their, the quality of life they offer into this world, man, because this, this is ridiculous. You know Bro? Yeah. And you know, one of the things is like what I can, you know, because I work with someone that's from, that's originally from, from China and everything. And, and you can tell just by some of some, their, their culture, they're really like, you know, they're, they're really about, you know, honor, honesty, you know, some of the values that, you know, uh, some, even some of our people have lost out there, right. In, in, in the United States where, where they're not showing somebody's like, Hey, be kind, be respectful. Like, oh. Let's, let's, you know, it's very important. So it's like, like, I got to understand why somebody would just have so much hate for, for anybody. Right. It's like, yeah, dude, man. it's like, it's, yeah, like, I get it when it's just somebody did something to me. It was like, I cannot like that person, but Different it's that story. person. It's a, this, that person. And where's this? It's not a whole community. Yeah. It's not, not because this person, not everybody It's like, I don't understand that dude. It's like, I don't, I don't, I don't really have a lot to say about it, except that it's it's sad that 
people who are out there that feel that they need to attack everyone that's not them. Yeah, man. I just yeah. I don't know what to say, dude. I'm I'm speechless when it comes to this kind of things. Yeah, man. I I I don't listen. That's that's as much politics you're gonna get from us, folks. But if anything, I would I would say to you, no matter what culture you encounter this week, no matter what culture you encounter next week, share a smile. I'm just gonna be real. Share a smile. You can't share a hug, right? But share a smile. You know, it, it, yeah. and some of you, you know, you may say, "Well, I'm wearing a mask." Well, you can still see it in the eyes, right? You can still see it in people's eyes when they smile. Like, just share a smile. This world is already messed up as it is. Don't make it worse. In this situation, man, if anything, I'd say a, a complete idiot, a complete idiot for no reason, uh, destroying people's lives, wanting to hurt someone, wanting to send a message of what? A message of hate? And then what? Now what? Right now what? So so the, at the look, man, I'm 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 gonna I'm be yeah, done with that. that. Yeah, I'm gonna put that fine. to rest. But so, I am gonna say, but I am gonna say, man, at the end of the day, share a smile. Yeah, share a smile. And um, you pulled up this article of five five stocks you really want to own in in 2021, and we can go through the list and we can kind of say, you know, which let's talk about you're... it next week. Let's talk about it next week. Let's talk, about, talk next about next week. I want to break it down. I want to break this down. I don't just want to spit out five stocks and, and, and our listeners that are listening. I don't just want to give you five stocks for the sake of giving you five stocks. I want to actually tell you why these stocks, uh, these specific tickers and that's what I was going to say. Yeah. Important. Yeah, 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 and th- yeah, yeah. That's what I was going to say because it's like we can, and, and that's what you kind of read my mind there because I was going to say, dude, it was like, we can spit them out, but I really want to say why you think these particular like, for example, I'll just give one out there, right? Yeah. Walt Disney. It's like that's on this list. And it's why do you think that? It was like, what is Disney and what are the moves that they're making in order to make us bullish about where the stock could go, right? So yeah, yeah. I definitely wanted to break it down. And, and good thing that you said that at least we're thinking on the same page right there. Yeah, no, of course. And, and the only reason I wanted to bring this is because I, that doesn't mean that tomorrow I want you to go buy these tickers. This just simply means look at these companies. Let me tell you why you should look at these companies and how you should start to view different companies altogether, right? If, if you're focused on a specific ticker, on a specific corporation, and you want to be a part of it and you want to invest in it and you haven't done it yet, here are some characteristics I want to encourage you to look for in that specific stock and i want to compare it to this specific stock only because of the strides that they have made already no well let me take this last uh section of the show then i really want to talk about something that i'm very passionate about right um i'm a very hardcore formula one uh, fan right i I watch the sport It, it, I record it if I can't get to it. Sometimes I do stay up to two, three o'clock in the morning to be able to watch the, the race live. Um, it's to me, Formula One is super fascinating. It's a whole drama. Once you kind of get to to know the players, know their background, know what's going on behind the scenes and you start. It's a TV, almost like a TV drama because it's real life before Netflix. And I'm going to talk about that. But before Netflix started to Liberty Media took over Formula One. They purchased it and they started yeah. really pushing the interaction between access from the public to, to the drivers yeah. the, and, and giving more access and bringing the show to show, to get engaged. Because here's the, here's the importance about Formula One. It's, yes, the race is fascinating. The, the amount of work, the little details yeah. is, yeah. is super the adrenaline, intricate. man. Yeah, the adrenaline. The, the, the amount of everything that it goes into it. But once you start knowing the players and you know what, like, um, you know what, they, what they're like, like the drivers. What, yeah. Like, yeah. The drivers, like if you start knowing their personalities, like what's going on, how they're mad at this, how competitive they are, what's going on behind the scenes, you started getting involved in that world where you, you get to know it's almost like a Kardashians, right? Like you, you, like you're involved. That's how I would explain it. Like, that's how I would explain it, to be honest. It's like, yeah, once you know, yeah. like, for example, last year you had uh, uh, Sergio, uh, Sergio Perez came down with the coronavirus. He had a thing. He had already signed a contract for three years in that particular team. Um, there was a small little clause that if by, by the race in Italy, he was under his, his, um, his teammate, then they could execute a clause where they can cancel their contract if they wish. Well, 
uh, Sebastian Vettel was he's from for, uh, from Ferrari was Ferrari decided they're not going to sign him. This guy's a world uh, world champ. Class driver. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. So he lost the driver to that, and there was a lot of behind the dreams drama. Yes, no, I'm I'm secure with my drive. So there was a lot of back and forth. Anyways, he ended up losing the seat to him, and then he got the opportunity late in the season to be able to race for one of the top teams right now, which is Red Bull. So he thought it was a curse became a blessing at the end right mm. so there's a lot of drama that goes behind that and if, if you guys haven't catch on uh i'm sorry caught on netflix the formula one drive to survive season one season two it doesn't matter if you didn't watch those that's okay definitely watch uh the drive to survive season three just got released friday what are we friday the what is it? 19 19 the 19th right so friday then march the 19th just got released today so the first race starts next weekend so if you guys watch it by if you listening to this on tuesday you got a couple of days to watch it know the behind the scenes get in tune and maybe you start watching some of these races and it's really fascinating i really love formula one and uh that's what i wanted to talk about a little bit and um I know you don't really watch it that much, Carlos, but I don't know I like if you want watching, to add anything. No, no, no. I like Formula One. I think what's more intriguing to me is the strategy behind the wheel for me. Uh, not really into the, you know, the, the specific countries and those that represent the countries, things of that nature. I, I like the strategy of, you know, I'm watching because, you know, uh, previous experience, uh, with cars and, and, and racing and things of that nature. Uh, strategy plays a major role, how you're about to take a curve and how you're about to honestly slingshot yourself, right? From sitting in sixth place and slingshot yourself all the way to second place. Same thing with NASCAR, but with Formula One, it's just so much more complicated versus going round and round and round in a circle. I, I mean, it, I, okay, yeah, that's I'm not, yeah. round in a circle, but I love the way the tracks are designed. I love the way the aerodynamics play a role on those tracks and how it affects, right, uh, the distribution and speed and versus the power to weight ratio. I mean, it's incredible. I'm not going to lie. Don't get me I, wrong. It's I don't know if you many. I don't know if many people were out there, but you know well, I've rode motorcycles. There's a lot of people out there. No, no, I'm just saying <laughs> a lot of people out there that have hit higher than 150 miles an oh, hour. Oh yeah, yeah, like that G-force. Yeah, 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 man. Yeah, so so like you know I, I had a um, uh, Suzuki motorcycle, and I've also hit some of my some you know my old car that I used to have, and and I've hit some speeds that are around 140 in the car. You know, my, my brother's got a GTR, uh, and and that thing is just it's just happiness, right? When you punch it that adrenaline. But you know, I've I've hit on the motorcycle over 160 miles an hour in down the highway in a little stretch, and that adrenaline is so pumping everything so, so fast, so fast. <laughs> and that was 160. These Formula One cars can hit 220, up to, <laughs> 210, 220 at the yeah, highest, man. but normally. They hit 200 miles, no problem, all day long on these long stretches, hitting curves at 100 miles an hour. Yeah, 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 and yeah, yeah. If people don't understand that adrenaline, you don't understand what that means when you're going through a little road at, like, super high speeds. Every yeah, position, I mean, it goes a lot is, instead of just, I'm not going to degrade NASCAR, but they're just going in a circle. Completely yeah, yeah, yeah. different ball game. Completely and, different. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Once you start like really getting into it, man, I think anybody will become a Formula One fan just because it's so much adrenaline, so much into it. So any go go see it, guys. I will go say I will say that Liberty Media, the you know, the owners, uh, you know, they also own Truist Park. You know that, right? Uh Liberty Media owns the uh the new Atlanta Braves Park uh yeah. over by Cumberland Mall. And, uh, you know, it's, it's a, it's a looking at it from a stock perspective, if you want to be an investor, uh, I mean, they're, they're hitting $40. I don't think it's, I don't think it's overvalued as a, as a media company. Uh, you know, they're as, growing, as, they're growing all the, all their numbers yeah. are growing. They're, they're, whatever they're doing, their strategy, they, they picking up subscribers everywhere on um, they even got their own like little channel where it's on TV. So you don't have to. You don't have to get your cable. You can purchase there a hundred dollars a year, and you can watch all everything behind the exclusive content. They're they're pushing media. 
the everything, other numbers, if you look at them, it, Carlos, I think they're up on 10%, if not more, on a lot of these little uh, social media followings, everything. They, is, Formula One has been, since they were on board, they've been drawing more and more and more eyeballs to the scene. Yeah, yeah. And that's only because it, it needs, you know, the public needs to be educated. And the way you educate the public is through marketing, right? And that's, mm -hmm. that's, the, that's the reason you're on Netflix watching season three of this stuff, right? Because it's educating you of what actually plays a major role and what different roles take place when it comes to Formula One, right? So people who are not into it may watch it and then they're like, you know what? I'd be kind of cool to watch. Before you know it, you have just acquired, right? You've just acquired a new uh, uh, addict. Let's just use that. A new member, a new subscriber, a, a new fan. But at this point, you know, I, I think that's 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 fantastic, man. I think it's, it's anybody, great for Anybody who's out there, if, if you watch it and you watch the whole season and you're not hooked and you say, oh, this is not worth the watching, Send me a comment on there. It's a bit like Alex, you were full of it. It thing sucks. It's okay, but Hang I bet on, you you would now. Hang on, Alex. I'm right now. No, I said after you watch the whole oh, show. After okay, my bad, my bad. After you watch the whole thing, you can <laughs> you can be like, you know what? That's actually that was a good watch. I really enjoy that. I bet you it was worth anything. my two hours. Whatever it is, because I think they're like uh, either thirty minutes or forty five minutes. I'm not hundred percent sure. I'll have to go back and check. Hmm. Well, look, I'm gonna me... I'm gonna give it a shot. I want to encourage you to give it a shot as well. Yeah. yeah, you watch it, Carlos, and let me know if you're, you're not yeah, I mean, intrigued. I'll, I'll, I'll write the message real quick. <laughs> so <laughs> after you watch the whole show, just, <laughs> all right. So here I'm gonna I'm gonna do the quote of the day today, and it's gonna be a really yeah, short. Man, I don't know it. who I don't know who the um, the author is because I couldn't get uh, it was on the actual side of the road. Um, oh, but I thought it was okay. is re really fascinating. It's not and it's his, not what you did last time. You're gonna die. No, no, no. It's Go actually, it, it's, a, it's a deep one, but basically is you can't give your life more time. So give the time you have left more life. Again, say that again, man. Say you can't that again. give your life more time. So give the time you have left more life. Gosh, that is so good, man. So good. It's it's good, right? It's it's nice. Good. I it's love very how quotes now will say something and then flip it in the end, and it has even a greater impact. Have you ever noticed that? Not 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 that I've paid attention, <laughs> but I think it's a good, good quote. Man. You know, and let's leave it at great that. Quote. You know, with with that being said, um, guys, please share it with anybody out there that wants to listen. Just tell them it's a good show if you guys because. Uh, I think the content that if we're not giving write you guys, a horrible comment to Alex, <laughs> write a comment. So like, Hey, what can we do better? What do you guys don't want to hear about? It's like, what right. are you interested? It's like, it's like, just share it and let us know if there's a particular topic or something that you guys really want to learn that we need to uh, go more in, in deep in depth with. Right. Yeah. Yeah, man. Yeah. And, yeah. And, and go from there. But I think that, uh, if you guys give us some feedback, we will appreciate it and give us, you know, some likes, some some stars out there. Some stars. Give us some, some stars, stars on. Guys. Give us some stars. stars. Five stars on iTunes. Five stars on I and what do you? What is uh? Spotify That's right. We're iHeartRadio, right? We got we got. Uh, well, I think with Spotify uses stars heart, as well. Spotify is the heart. I think is the heart. Spotify, give us a heart. Little baby iTunes, heart. give us five heart. stars. Little baby corazón. Corazón, corazón just. Portuguese share, share anyway. some love share some love but anyways with love, that guys. being said I'm Alex I'm Carlos see you Peace. guys Peace. you hear the song Peace.